speaking of culture, we're going to learn a lot right now, hopefully, from Gary Anderson, the producing artistic director of Plowshare Theaters Company. Gary is on to talk about an exciting new show that's premiering here in Detroit. It's called Hastings Street. It has an amazing backstory, and I'm hoping, Gary, you can enlighten us not only about your production and give everybody a chance to to think about going to see this this marvelous show, but also a little back uh, drop on the originating story. So first of all, welcome to the program, buddy. Well, th- thank you. Thank you. Uh, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. We're excited about this Hastings Street. It is this, and tell me if I've got this uh, right, Gary. The premise of this is back in the early 60s, there was an area of Detroit that was called Black Bottom, mm-hmm. and it was populated by African Americans primarily. And then at one point, when city uh, fathers decided they wanted to clear that area, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of people thought it was because it was it was run down, that it was a uh, poor area, that they you know kind of wanted to change all this, that civic renewal, and then a little freeway called I three seventy five. And the next thing you know, a big chunk of the Detroit community got displaced. Is that pretty much the story? That's that's a general sense. This the idea of doing uh, some urban development downtown, some after after the war, um, after World War II, originated with an idea of doing development on the west side of Woodward, right. roughly, right, and and the east side of Woodward. Well, there were a number of citizens, predominantly white, who rose up and protested that. And so that the west side got scuttled, but the east side was maintained. And so eventually in 1949, when President Truman signed the U.S. Housing Act, it gave money to states and cities to do what they called urban renewal, which was intended on improving cities around the nation um, after, and with a with the war dividend with the benefits that had, had accrued to the US economy right from 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 uh, after World War II the policy however ended up displacing predominantly black and brown communities in urban settings around this country and black bottom which had originally been a place where Eastern European immigrants into Detroit lived and eventually was um, a, a segregated community where predominantly black communities lived. Um, they were the target for this urban renewal. Also, weren't they promised that there would be some help in relocation, that there would right. be a new community built and, and those right. folks would be moving right into that? And that never came to pass. Right. The original idea was to redevelop the land once you tore down the, the, the the buildings and structures that were there, you're going to redevelop it and, and provide for new housing. What that ended up happening was that um, Lafayette Park and that area of Detroit, right. that's that's where the new development occurred. So the, the Van Veers uh, Pavilion and all those, that place around on Lafayette, that's really where a lot of that development occurred. What happened, what was originally Black Bottom, ended up being fallow for several years. In fact, um, in 56, there was the Interstate Highway Act that was passed, 
and that was the funding that said, okay, now we got all this land. That's when we're going to put in a new highway. Mm-hmm. And the argument was that that highway was going to allow people to travel into the city faster. And then based on what they said were increased traffic uh, rates, daily traffic rates, which were exaggerated. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's why three, that's why 375 was the solution. So they just concreted over it. They, did, right. they didn't do any new development. And we kind of know if you've lived here all your life, like many of us have, uh, 375, it's it's just like a long exit ramp from right. the, yeah. from one freeway to the That's other. It. It's Absolutely. not it's not an expressway. No. And uh boy, I I'm very curious, Gary, if you could now tell us, now that we've had a little history lesson and we mm-hmm. we thank you for that, professor. Uh <laughs> if you could give us now how does this tie into your production of Hastings Street, which is an all original right. pr- production? So Hastings Street takes place in 1949 about three or four months following the signing of the Housing Act. And the commu- and, and at that time, buildings did begin to be torn down. And there was some anxiety in the community. And so we follow the experiences of the Carson family, which is a family, a multi-generational family, that have investment into a store and a supper club um, in their building. And they're wondering if they're going to be able to maintain this and if they are they going to be able to get a substantial amount of, of funding from the from the city to sell it and then move somewhere else right and so all of the anxieties that existed in that community at that time are being are being presented by the experiences of of the carsons and the people that they they um, they gravitate around, and there's also this isn't a lecture. This is a show. This is a no. This is a musical. Yeah, but we do because we've got one of the characters, Bobby, one of the Carson, is of uh, World War II vet, and he comes home, and he he brings you know they, they think the dad thinks that he's going to be the one who's going to help move the the family forward, and he's not really there. His twin sister Renita has been the one holding down the business. In fact, there's a really strong pro um, women's independence idea and storyline because she's the one who's really holding the family down. Her husband, her husband is a jazz musician who has this wild idea of creating a a jazz club in the, in the basement and hopefully that that's going to help them raise the funds that they need um, to expand or move if they have to, if it's an emergency, because the, the story really kind of tells you as it occurred in reality, no, many of the residents didn't know when or if they were going to be approached. And so what they were trying to do was trying to stabilize themselves. But in Detroit, what really happened is number, there was a portion that left the city. Right. They went, they went to Easter Romulus. There were, there was a large portion that transplant themselves over the 12th street. And it was their descendants in 67 who rioted because they had already seen what happened when forces had moved their families. Right. But the play play is a beautiful play about people who aspire to do, to do something great. And, and, and the unique thing about Hastings street is that Detroit used to be a place where musicals were created. Weren't there like 80, mo- 80 different jazz clubs, something like that? Yes, yes. And the world's oldest jazz club, Baker's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Baker's here. Keyboard. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. So that's what we're talking about. So the music is created by uh, two local artists, John Sloan III and Chris Johnson. 
they call themselves the merging of Count Basie and Stephen Sondheim. Right. And when you and when you listen to the music, you'll see that you'll see that the Chris is a six-time Grammy Award-nominated um, musician. He's worked, he's played with the Basie Band on a number of occasions. He's arranged for them. And John is a an actor who was beforehand was a regional actor touring with musicals like The Lion King, and he's written the book, and they've come together to create this musical that really kind of celebrates this portion of, De- of Detroit history well, I think, and his family. I think that's a very important part of this, Gary, is that, uh, you know, we, we kind of pride ourselves on, on being big supporters of Detroit, and we're all in this together, and we love the Detroit comeback story, and we love the state of Michigan, but this is a part of the history that I think is a little incomplete, for certainly for many of us over the right. years. And this is a great way to not only get that history education and then better understand our community, but also for all of us to kind of come together and say, wow, uh, that was not a fair situation and we can do better. And uh, let's let's, you know, kind of work together on this. Tickets for Hastings Street can be purchased by visiting Hastings Street Music Hall Detroit or you can call 313 8500 and Gary we wish you guys a lot of luck break a leg thank you and I'm sure the excitement is high with the production it really sounds like a remarkable event so good luck to you thank you it's going to be quite exciting it's the first time a local musical has been done in Detroit for quite a while we certainly think you guys are going to have a hit on your hands so so cool all right Gary Anderson thank you very much buddy thank you have a good weekend